Welcome to the Getting to Grips F1 podcast with your hosts, me, Caleb, and Danny. I'm currently in a running bet at my job for Max Verstappen to not win. And Santi. <laughs> Hello. So, today we are going to be talking about the qualifying for the sprint race and predictions for the race on Sunday. So, what was your guys' thoughts on um, the qualifying? Dude, I just want to say, it was tough watching the Mercs get murked out there, alright? <laughs> it was, I, it was a tough day. I, I was so... I was so like excited seeing them like, you know, perform well. I was like, "Yo, they're, they're bouncing back," and they they bounced off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that they were bouncing off were the, were the walls. walls. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, I was uh, I was surprised. Honestly, I did not expect uh, Hamilton or Russell to uh, have an accident. So yeah, that was uh, that was that was that was took me a surprise. Yeah. Both in Q3, too, like, one after the other. I guess that's a blessing in disguise, because it was Q3, so, yeah, <laughs> you know, their accident wasn't as bad. That's true, uh, that's true. <clears throat> so that's good. I was pretty disappointed with McLaren's performance this, this qualifying, not gonna lie. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was sad. Car, but it's not it. I feel, I feel like um, both uh, Lando and... Uh, Ricardo know that their car is not good. Uh, Ricardo has been trying to hold on to say that it's not good, but I think Lando <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't blame them. You know, it's it kind of shows. It's like they are not performing as they did last year, and last year they were fighting for third place with Ferrari. So it's something that you have to keep in mind. Uh, but yeah, no interesting qualifying. Uh, honestly, uh, Hamilton apparently lost uh, his uh, traction in the rear, and that's what caused his accident. I don't know about Russell, though. So, that one. What happened with Russell is as he was entering the corner entry, he kind of drifted into it. And during the eight, like as he was hitting the apex, he just like completely lost his rear end and just spun out. Like, it, it happened before entering the corner and yeah it was i guess he was just going too fast too fast and too furious <laughs> the fast and the furious yeah. george russell and lewis hamilton <laughs> uh, the only fast and furious person out there is max Verstappen. i'm pretty proud of him he did not lose it on the radio today i know he actually kept his calm yeah, I was I was really shocked about that. I was probably more shocked about Max Verstappen not losing it on the radios than seeing both the Mercedes just spin out. Well, I mean, he was performing well. And another thing that shocked me though was at the very end of Q3 when Leclerc and Sainz um overtook him in like the lap times and at the last second Verstappen came in and he had two yellow sectors. But he still managed to find those couple of tenths in the last sector to get a 104.9. That, that was insane. Like, man. Yeah, literally tenths. 
tenths of a second. Uh, I was honestly ready. I couldn't even get ready to cheer for Leclerc and Sainz. I was I was about to do it, and then I see <laughs> you're like, yeah, and, uh... <laughs> yeah. No, I literally couldn't get a yeah out. That's how fast it was. It's like, <laughs> yeah, the shortest yeah boy ever. No, no, man. He he took it up from under their nose. Incredible, incredible. Yeah, for real. <laughs> the I mean, yeah. they're still two and three. Leclerc and Sainz, so I mean, at least there's that. Yeah, dude, no, Leclerc and Sainz are, they were only, what, two tenths of a second off? That's, uh, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. But unfortunately for Perez, he's going to be starting the sprint from P13 because his lap time got deleted from Q3. That is something I don't know why, actually. Like, uh, uh, do you know you know, why? It's because it, it was deleted for track limit infringements. And this was okay, decided yeah, after sense. the session. But I think that they were talking about it, right? Like during like Q3. Um, I'm pretty sure. At least uh, the commentators, if I remember correctly. I don't, I I don't know. Maybe because I was watching it in Spanish. So I don't think they mentioned it during that time. But Oh, the English. Yeah. The English ones mentioned something about Perez uh, going uh, through track limits. But I didn't know it would delete his entire race lap. <laughs> right. No, but I mean, it kind of brought out some some good because Haas is now starting in P7 or P6 and P7. Mag in in 6th and Mick in 7th. Man, and I don't know what I don't know what Mick did after after the lap like two races ago, but dude, his performance has been top tier. Yeah, he's he's like gone to another level now like uh, I was thinking, like, man, Haas is no longer the worst team. Like, like they, they, they've they're, been they're on probably like fifth best, fifth or sixth best, I think, because they now they're starting to consistently get into Q three at least one of them every every race. Yeah, or every I was weekend. Like, mentioned that uh, that they haven't done any huge upgrades for their car. They have. So this oh. is this yeah this is just their car from the beginning of the season. Um, wow! And they have been focusing on, like, planning it to to use it uh, to get as much to potential its full from it. like limits. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they they haven't even too. changed the engine yet. No, they have not. They uh, they're yeah, like like Danny said, they're they're on a tight budget, and they're only going to get upgrades, I think, until Hungary, which is a few races into the future. So, yeah, man. Sometimes this shows that you could have a car tuned uh, to perform you know with just like uh, squeezing as much performance out of it without having to change anything because you can bring upgrades but then you have to adapt to those upgrades which takes time exactly Um, exactly yeah so it's another design philosophy you also have to realize they're the most underfunded uh, team out there on the grid right now and right now as it stands they're beating Alpine (laughs) they're beating Mercedes they're beating Alpha. They're beating McLaren. They're beating Williams. They're doing so great. They've come a long way. I'm I'm gonna make a strong prediction, and this could lead in into our predictions for the race. But I I have a feeling that that Haas in 2023 will be a, a very very strong midfield contender. I think that it's their time to shine now for th- these coming years. I think that they're they're making the right moves, you know, being wise with their money and their upgrades. I think that they could be like up there with 
like Alpine and AlphaTauri if they play their cards right. I believe it. I, I totally agree with I you. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, like I agree. Um, honestly, it, like they were able to survive in such uncertain times, and now they are getting results, and you know that brings sponsorships. So they're probably gonna get uh, more funding in the future. So what do you guys think is gonna happen during the race? Who do you who do you think will come out on top? I have a kind of crazy out of left field prediction. Let's hear it. I think Max isn't gonna finish the race. You think he's gonna DNF? I feel like he's gonna DNF. Well, because of the issues he had in in the British GP. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they've also been suffering reliability issues all season long. But even though they have been doing a pretty good job at like nipping that in the butt, I just have like this gut feeling. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's like kind of the same gut feeling that I had last year, um, watching uh, Danny qualify in uh, Monza. Like, the, the gut feeling that I had, like, oh, I feel like he's going to win. And he won. McLaren won, too. Same feeling I'm having for the race. I don't think Max is going to make it. Who do you think is going <laughs> to so, win, then? I I think Checo's going to win. I think it's going to be Checo, it's going to be Carlos, and I think it's going to be Charles. That's my that's my top three. That's a pretty I'm currently, in a, I'm currently in a bet in my office right now. <laughs> I got like twenty dollars on the line that that Max does not finish, so I'm better really hope you win. <laughs> your bets are bigger than mine. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got? Santi, what are your um, thoughts? So, oh my 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 predictions actually. I funnily enough, Danny, I also have an office bet. Um, it's actually <laughs> Le- Leclerc Leclerc in first place. Uh, okay, I'm okay. And because I'm a Ferrari fanboy, so I have to put him first. Uh, and then I have a Russell in second. Uh, yeah, that's my wild card. That's like the one where I'm um, hoping he might he might perform. And then I have uh, I believe it's not Hamilton. I, I think Paris. I put Paris in third. Yes, I put Paris. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we'll see how that pays off. I have Hamilton in fourth. Uh. But you know, this is sort of like out of left field predictions. Like I don't have anything. But I, I actually predicted before they announced that uh, Bottas was going to have his en- a new engine that he was gonna be like in the lows, not actually on the points. Uh, but yeah, this is, you know, he's gonna start in the twentieth spot because he had he got a new engine. So uh, that could actually become true. But uh, you know, still you know, it's that, Bottas. That... It, it's Bottas. So he. Actually, he could actually put on a show. Back into oh, no, no, it's yeah. Definitely, definitely. That could work in his favor. Just mm-hmm. just going by how strong he is in that alpha, I, I think that, that that could work wonders for him. But, you know, I also have an office bet with, you know, just myself because it's just me there. <laughs> so I, I, um, I think, I think Verstappen is going to claim the victory because, I mean, He's always strong in in Austria. This is like one of his circuits. So if it's not if it's not like a reliability thing, like I think he he will you know end up victorious. And then I believe Leclerc will make it second because he's just the past couple of races he's been a little unlucky, but this time he'll he'll shine. And then for third, I believe. Either of the Mercedes will get third. I'm gonna say George. And yeah, that's my that's my top three. 
Can we quickly talk about how well the Mercedes have improved throughout this entire season? They have made major improvements. Like I remember at first I was very worried. I was like, oh no, like one for Hamilton. Cause like, man, is he going to be able to get his eighth, his eighth world championship? And then second for George, like he just got there and like, they're like, uh Oh, uh, hold on. We're, we're working on it. You hold know? on. Is the Williams <laughs> like, hey, doing I was promised, better than the Mercedes? <laughs> I was promised some wins over here. Like, <laughs> but no, no, since then they, they have made the right adjustments. And I think that their main, the biggest issue that they had was the porpoising. Like 100%, like that was really uh, affecting their, their times and just their speed. But now I think I'm pretty sure all the cars are just, they're much better in that aspect. They're, they're a lot more stable. Actually, I noticed this quality that uh, Zhou Guan Yu was not, um, how do you say that? He wasn't as keen on corner exits. He wasn't willing to take the extra risk and really, really, you know, floored on co corner exits throughout the entire race. Like his pace was off for all of Quali. Really, I was yeah, I was no, not watching his, his onboards, but I, I'm interested to see how how he performs in this race, the sprint and the actual race. Yeah, me too. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of the sprint, I know this uh, episode will probably air um, after the sprint race happening. Uh, but um, I am actually looking forward to see how Alonso defends against Hamilton. <laughs> because Alonso is like uh, a boss. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so I I want to see I want to see Hamilton try to <laughs> get ahead of him. Uh, during the sprint, hopefully it happens. Um, you know, because the quality, the quality standings will get changed during the sprint. Uh, during the sprint race, so a lot of things can happen. Uh, Verstappen could lose his pole position during the sprint race. Uh, I know they don't pit right in the sprint race. Um, I'm pretty sure. Let me actually search that before I say something wrong. I'm pretty excited for the sprint race because. I don't know what your guys' opinion are on the on the sprint format, but I like what they've done this year is they've changed the points system. Before, you only... I'm not too sure on what points you got before, but this year, if you get first, you get eighth, second, seventh, and then six, five, four, two, two, one, all the way down to eighth place. So it's pretty important to do well in the sprint races this year. So uh, I'm excited to see like who who'll gain those extra points, and I kind of want them to go to Perez. I kind of want to see Perez and Verstappen like battle for the 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 lead in the championship. I feel like this year they they are very close. Yeah, they're only thirty four points away. So yeah, the uh, yeah like the points. The point values, I I agree with having more more points available. Um, it's actually uh, places one through eight uh, have points, with first place having eight and eighth place having one, and uh, it's better than the previous one, which I think was a uh, three to one from first, second, and third. It's uh, like not really like worth it. Like 
yeah, but one thing I disagree is uh, making the sprint standing dictate the race standing in the future. I think it should be I think qualifying should dictate both the starting position of the sprint and the race. Well, if quali dictated the starting position of the sprint and race, then don't even have the sprint, just have the race, you know? Well, no, the point of the sprint is that's just an, an, an extra way to get points, right? Well, also another way to get points, but another way to, like, make the sport more interesting on quali day, because, like, uh, the one of the main reasons why they wanted to include the sprint race format was to get more people to get tickets to go see the race. And people would just buy Sunday tickets, or people would sometimes buy Sunday and Saturday. Well, if you make Friday uh, just one practice session, and you put uh, FP2, and I'm sorry, no. If you make Friday FP1 and FP2, then you make Saturday a quali and the sprint, you're going to get way more viewership. People would tune in well, more often. Well, that, that will probably be too much on the drivers. But that's, Today that's was exactly why there's only though. a couple. Yeah, yeah, but there's. I'm just saying in general, like just, just saying it in general. Um, but but like, yeah, that that makes sense. But like when you have the sprint race, more people want to watch it. Like it, you have more viewership, and that's exactly what like uh, Liberty Media is trying to do. Like they're shopping around right now, like different places where they can sell the rights to stream F1, like between ESPN and I think like MSNBC or something. Um, and a big reason that they're doing that is because they want to test out how well the sprint format works. That's why there's only a couple of them this season. There was, what, what three or two sprint races last year? I don't remember the amount of sprint races last year, but, yeah, it, it wasn't that many. Uh, but I don't know, man. I feel like the drivers will, uh, like, battle more in the sprint race if uh, they could uh, take more risks, knowing that their quality times will also be used for the starting position in Sunday, and they could uh, try to clutch an extra point or two uh, using the standings from the Sunday qualifying. But, you know. I have some interesting questions for you guys to predict Sunday's race. Are you guys ready to answer them? Yeah. As ready as I can be, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want both of you guys to answer. We'll all answer. Which driver do you think will set the fastest lap? Ah, that's a good question. Um, well, I think it's gonna be one of the Red Bulls, and it won't surprise me if it's Max if he lasts really? the entire you race. Think yes. Max? I actually yeah, thought it was Checo. Well, right. you see, it's like it's always, the, the fastest lap is always gonna be at the last lap because the cars are like they have no fuel at that point, so they're lighter, they're faster. Exactly. Um, and the Red Bull car is so fast and straight, and the and the uh, Red Bull ring in in Austria is it has so many DRS sections and it's like fast it's a fast track galore so it's like <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me um, if Max it's crazy how the Red Bull lap. ring is so good for the Red Bulls to race on hmm yeah God. that's weird <laughs> yeah. hmm, that's funny. suspicious not funny well, I mean, ha -ha. last funny, season weird. last season uh, <laughs> Mercedes was the one that uh, had like the fastest car in the straight. So, you know, Mercedes was <laughs> well, it was like a track group for Mercedes. But now uh, I, I think they don't have that much uh, in straight line speed uh, as the Red Bulls. The Red Bulls have put all their all their uh, points in speed 
Um, <laughs> it is an the... RPG for F1. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it has been paying off. Uh, the Ferraris have good uh, cornering speed. Uh, but true. there's only so many corners in this race track, and they are not that sharp. That's a lot so. of straights. A lot of straights. <laughs> yeah. Some, some curves. But uh, I'm actually but no worried corners. about the, the curves for the Mercedes. Because both, both drivers were overcorrecting. Because, like, um, some of the turns are banked. And they overcorrect on the on the banking when they're entering like the apex, and then they lose it. They lose control. Um, so I'm really concerned about the Mercedes. Ironically, in the corners, previously I was worried about the Mercedes in the straights because of all the porpoising, but now it's like you either you're the good in the straights, suffering the corners, or you're good in the corners or suffering the straights. Did I just say the Need same thing some, twice? Some patching <laughs> up to do, I believe. I think they'll yeah. be fine, but I, I was thinking that Charles Leclerc would get the fastest lap. He always delivers. Like at the end, he's he always just goes fast for some reason. Oh, I, I hope that Leclerc gets it. I just see Verstappen getting it. <laughs> I mean, no, you're right, man. I, I'm for no, that. That's that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Another question: Which driver do you guys think will be the first to retire? Out of the session? Well, no, in F1. <laughs> yeah, out of the session. Latifi. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I think like, I speak for you, everyone. I see you're, I like, you have your like, hands crossed. You're like, Next question. <laughs> Wait, actually, like you, you, mean, you mean retire from Formula 1? No, no, no. Retire from oh. the race. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no. That's, that's way in the, in the future prediction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Actually, I don't really know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll. I I don't know. I feel like something will happen. Something will happen to him. <laughs> uh, it's gonna rain tomorrow in the sprint. I think uh, a lot of accidents yeah, is gonna happen okay. during the sprint. Yeah. So somebody could crash in the sprint. Uh, uh, we won't predict it because. It's going to happen after this is uploaded. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, who do you think will be the first to retire? Nicholas Latifi. Oh, you actually Next were question. serious on that? <laughs> oh, dead serious. Okay, Sant Santi. All right, if I, have to put a, if I have to put a name, uh, I'm just going to say Daniel Ricardo. Oh, come uh, on, dude. No, no, no don't say not, that. It, That's my boy. Not because of a crash, but because of an engine issue or something. Oh, okay, because Lando's happened. Lando's happened today, <laughs> so tomorrow's going to be Daniel's just because yes, of exactly. process of elimination. I, I okay, don't no, trust I, that I, orange car. I can see that. That Okay, McLaren has had a lot of technical issues this entire season, the biggest one being the car itself. But then you have the brakes, you have the cooling. It's just, it's just problem after problem after problem. Even, even Zach said, all right, guys, I'm going to apologize to Daniel because we did not give him a good car this season. And he didn't. He did not. That car is trash. I'm just happy if I see them finish in the points at this point. So, yeah, I want to point out that uh, McLaren's design philosophy was to make the car as a jack-of-all-trades, and it has not paid off. Um, during, the beginning of the, during the beginning of the entire season, I remember that uh, I thought that McLaren was actually going to be uh, further ahead in the points because I felt like this is an entire new 
car system, you know, because it's the turn of the of the of the decade. You know? Yeah, the they, new era. They, Definitely, exactly. and they did so well in preseason testing. They had the exactly. best car in preseason. Exactly. Like, what happened? I was so good. What happened to the original plot of the story? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting the alternate ending. Yeah. But I, I was like so like, excited. I was like, yo, McLaren is doing good. Aston Martin is doing good. Nope. <laughs> yeah. oh, Dude, yeah, Mercedes has nice <laughs> side pods. Psych. <laughs> I have one more question. Will Do you guys think that there will be a full on-track safety car period? Yes. Oh, that's always oh, happened. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah there, there pretty much is always. If, if it doesn't happen in the race, it's going to happen in the qualifying, you know, in the sprint race. Uh, I know I, I know it does. I cannot do the prediction, but whatever. It's okay. I'm going to say it. If it doesn't happen in the race, it's going to happen in the sprint race because it's going to be raining and somebody's going to spin around. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to do something crazy. <laughs> something fishy about to happen here. Well, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much all of it. I'm 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 looking forward to this race. Okay, so let's let's wrap this up. And this was this covers this episode of Getting to Grips. I was your host Santi with Caleb and Danny. Guys, please, if you want to stay up to date with everything going on in the podcast, new episodes, new content, new media, please follow us on Instagram. Okay, I'm on my hands and he's begging. It's at getting to grips dot official. Please, I'm literally begging. You can't see me. But I'm on my hands and knees. That's right. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. We'll see you in the next one. Stay tuned and enjoy the race. Stay gripped.